Good evening. Um, it's the Snake River Lib, uh, podcast number 25 uh, for the series. Um, it's the 7th of February. Uh, what a wonderful evening. It's the end of the week. Uh, what a wonderful week for Trump, right? If you're a Trump guy. Um, if you're a supporter of the Democrats, you've got to go, what the flip happened? Um, first of all, if you were surprised at the results of the impeachment, then uh, I'm not sure where what uh, where you've been living, but you might want to go see a doctor because nobody should have been surprised at those results. Um, and indirectly, we're going to talk about impeachment here in a little bit, uh, but there's just a few things. Finally, the the count uh, for the Iowa caucuses finished. Um, Pete Buttigieg uh, ended up first marginally, even though. Uh, First time around, uh, Senator Sanders had more votes. Um, the Democrats, uh, mainstream Democrats, are terrified of Bernie winning the nomination because they know that the rank and file of their party are not going to vote for a socialist. Chris Matthews, uh, one of the talking heads at MSNBC, you'll remember him. He's the one that had the little tingle up his leg for uh, um, Barack, Senator Obama at the time. Back in 2008, um, he just can't believe uh, what he's seeing before his eyes. Um, that the party um, has really kind of just collapsed into the hands of the socialists. Um, you know, because besides Bernie, you had, you know, Bernie the genuine article and. Then you had uh, Elizabeth Warren, the pretend article, and then, you know, and then you had everybody else. I'm not even sure how you would describe uh, um, Bloomberg, but uh, really don't even want to talk about those guys either because there's a couple key issues I want to talk about. So, um, great spirits, uh, State of the Union speech. Um, it was somewhat divisive, again, especially if you're. Um, beholden to the teachers' unions. He didn't care for the president uh, highlighting um, the fact that that millions of kids are trapped in government schools. Of course, uh, uh, Democrats don't care for that term, government schools. It has a negative connotation. Plus, it it also highlights the fact that that the uh, government, you know, that the the government does run the school system, and pretty much ever since the Department of Education uh, came into being under President Carter, um, test scores, however you want to measure uh, capabilities of, of, of processing knowledge amongst uh, students, have collapsed since the federal government got their hands into the local um uh, school districts. Just FYI, I'm sure there's. I'm sure that's just a coincidence. Not. Um, but of course, every time there's an opportunity for a kid, for a child uh, to get out of that, the Democrats can't have that. They've got to shut it down. They've got to do everything they can. Uh, that's why we're going to have if uh, Senator Warren wins, the next uh, Department of Education secretary cabinet member is going to be. Uh, approved by a nine-year-old transgender child. Not by the Senate, but by a nine-year-old transgender child. Um, she said it, not me. 
anyway, um, I mean, I just echoed it. Anyway, so so um, uh, acquittal uh, on on uh, Wednesday. Uh, no surprise there again. Um, majority voted to acquit. Uh, so not even not even a majority to convict. Uh, of course, that's not as particularly a surprise. Republicans uh, hold the majority in the Senate. Um, why anybody would be surprised that a majority uh, uh, would vote to acquit, I don't know. Um, of course, the glaring example, the one that the one that Democrats are going to use and say, "See, see, there is one Republican." that stands for something, and that's Senator Romney. And I wanted to talk about this. First of all, full disclosure, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is the same church that Mitt Romney belongs to. Also, full disclosure, the opinion that I'm getting ready to offer is not uh, the opinion of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, this, If you listen to my other podcast or read the blog, uh, The View from the Rim, uh, that's a disclosure you're going to see, see uh, or hear frequently. Over here, not so much because I don't talk about the church thing here. Why do I bring it up? Well, unlike a certain senator from, junior senator from Utah, um, you know, I don't invoke the membership of the church when I'm taking a political position. Which he did. No, he didn't come right out and say it. But he essentially said that if you're not standing how I'm standing, well, add it up. And so I'd just like to remind Senator Romney, because that's not the first time that a member of the church uh, stood in the well of the Senate and did something so despicable and heinous. In fact, Mitt Romney would remember directly this, because back in 2012, um, then Governor Romney, that's what we called him, uh, was running for president against uh, President Obama. Um, Democrats then had control of the Senate, and uh, Senator Harry Reid of Nevada, who was the Senate Majority Leader, also a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, went to the floor of the Senate and lied. Lied about Governor Romney's tax returns. Lied and lied and lied. Now, of course, the same Democrats, uh, you know, they talked about his, 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 uh, his notebook of women, which more most chief executives, especially when they're looking, you know, back in the day, not now. They just have have the, you know, the PDFs of people, you know, their files. But back in the day, you carried a notebook of of candidates that you would review for positions. You know, of course, Democrats made fun of that, of course, you know, because. Um, heaven forbid that he actually try to consider people based on their qualifications as well as um, their their gender. Um, they also, of course, made fun of the fact that, you know, on a family vacation, they put the da- dog in a carrier 
on top of the station wagon. Harry Reid lied about Governor Romney's taxes on, on the floor of the Senate. Why did he do it there? He did it because he couldn't be prosecuted for it. And after the election, when it turned out that Harry Reid did, in fact, lie, that he made it up out of whole cloth, which kind of is the whole impeachment thing, um, Harry Reid was asked about it. And his answer was, well, we won, didn't we? Senator Romney When you voted to impeach the president, you voted you voted to impeach all of us. Not only that, but you invoked your membership in the church saying you implied that if you were a member of the church that you would have no choice but to vote as you voted. You're saying that I would have voted to convict myself because that's what this impeachment's about. It's not really about Donald Trump. It's about the 60-plus million people that voted for him. That's who the impeachment was against. But since we're talking about that, okay, because, uh, by the way, the president, you know, we were highlighting yesterday and today uh, the president's victory lap. I'm not sure that was in... in in uh, it was the best judgment, but I can't really blame him because ever since he rolled down the golden escalator of Trump Tower to announce his candidacy for a presidency, the Democrats have been plotting his impeachment. In fact, uh, the one who's alleged to be the whistleblower and the person that worked for Schiff's staff in the House Intelligence Committee um, as they were working for the CIA at the time of Trump's inauguration, said, we have to do something about it. Oh, didn't hear about that, did you? But they did. They had been working since the time that Trump was inaugurated to remove him. So, of course, the, the focus has been on, on, on Trump's uh, victory lap. Trump, uh, the focus has also been on on Speaker Pelosi uh, committing a federal crime by ripping up uh, a uh, federal document. Oh, I guess they didn't refer to it as that, but it was an exceedingly poor taste. But they're getting desperate because they know they've got no candidate that can beat them. A lot of the people that are on the uh, further left end of the Democratic spectrum actually think that Bernie can win. Um, those people who were on the... Uh, Chris Matthews is one of them. You know, They all remember back in the early 70s uh, when McGovern ended up winning the nomination for the Democrats, and they remember... What a bloodbath that was against Nixon. 
and they suspect that the same thing will happen if Sanders wins the nomination. But there's a few things that have been happening that maybe you haven't heard about. The House Judiciary Committee has been holding hearings while it's been going on. And one of the guests of the hearing was the FBI Director, Christopher Ray. Do you know what he said? He admitted that the FBI illegally spied on the Trump campaign. That's odd. I didn't think that happened. Now, we know they did, of course. I mean, the FISA, the Inspector General's report indicated that that they abused the FISA court. Um, Com- or, uh, Comey's FBI did. Um, that they were going to do anything they could to stop Trump. Most politicized uh, police force, right? Turns out we learned something else also in another hearing. Lieutenant Colonel Vindman, who was one of the uh, witnesses that testified in the uh, impeachment proceedings in the House. Um, He's on the National Security Council. Um, I'm going to address that in my closing remarks, but he isn't anymore. He's been fired. Um... While he can't be dismissed from duty, at least not until he's court-martialed, um, he was as he was relieved of his duty on the National Security Council, and walked out of the White House along with his brother, who happens to work over there in the office in the White House that processes um, clearance requests for manuscripts. Hmm. Any manuscripts come up lately that John Bolton? Yeah. So anyway, so why am I giving such a hard time on this highly decorated lieutenant colonel? While Adam Schiff in the hearing today went to great lengths to ensure that Vindman did not rat out the whistleblower, What we did learn is that Vindman is likely the one that told the whistleblower that the president did not follow his precious little script. The impeachment, this whole thing blew up because of a policy disagreement between a lieutenant colonel on the National Security Council and the commander-in-chief and duly elected president of the United States. The president did not follow Lieutenant Colonel Vindman's script talking to the president of Ukraine. And he wasn't happy about it. And so he went and talked to people. At least that's how the story goes. 
I'm still not convinced that the whistleblower and his buddy that's working for Schiff just made it up. But they might have made it up with Vindman's help. I mean, because what Schiff thought was the transcript certainly wasn't. So it's possible they just all made it up. And of course, the usual outlets are bemoaning the treatment of this lieutenant colonel. The President of the United States, President Trump, screwed up. Are you shocked to hear that? He screwed up big time. Let me tell you why. Before Barack Obama took office in January 20, January 20th of 2009, he sent a letter to, all, uh, to nearly every ambassador and to most of the U.S. attorneys. said, your services will no longer be required after January 20th. He fired them effective the date of his inauguration. Which, by the way, is the president's right to do. The president has the right to have appointed positions filled by his people. And that includes people on the Security Council, even, even military personnel. There is a deep state when it comes to Offices in particular, you know, EPA, there's no shock there, right, that the EPA is going to fight the president who is not a, a, a global warming alarmist. But there's also no surprise that in the State Department, the rank and file of the State Department believe that the president's an idiot. And so they're probably going to get a lot of pushback. In fact, we know that already. You know, Rex Tillerson, the first Secretary of State, fought that a lot. My guess is that Pompeo is fighting it mightily now. And, of course, we know the DOJ, at least at the upper levels, was filled with people that were doing nothing but trying to get rid of Trump before he ever took his oath of office. Vindman should be tried, frankly, for treason. Because it's Lieutenant Colonel Vindman, ultimately, that gave the ammunition to those who have been looking and for anything to use against the president. Don't like using treason or, and maybe putting them up in front of the brick wall like they do down in Democrats' favorite places like Venezuela. Okay. Leaking classified information. How about that? court-martial him, send him to Leavenworth.
it's unfortunate that something like that would have to happen. Just like it's equally unfortunate that Director Ray of the FBI, who has received referrals for James Comey and Andrew McCabe on unrelated issues from the IG regarding lying under oath, yet he's not prosecuted them. So while Ray talks about the fact that that the Trump administration and the transition team was spied on, he's done nothing about it. He's put all of his marbles, well, Trump has put all of his marbles in the fact that Barr and Durham, uh, the the, uh, U.S. attorney that's been assigned with that, who, by the way, has impaneled a grand jury, so indictments will be coming Put all the eggs in that basket. There's just so much to talk about. The election is, what is it, nine months away now? Just around the corner. Things are going to start heating up. Democrats are going to start, uh, you think they're in panic mode now? Wait until um, the likes of uh, Biden actually drop out. Um, so then their choice is, is the billionaire or the socialist. How do you think those people who are most likely to get out and vote for the Democratic Party um, are going to feel if Senator Sanders is ripped again? First, I would suspect there's going to be a riot in Milwaukee at the side of the convention center. Probably be a lot like it was in 68. And then, and then who knows what will happen. Bloomberg's got a lot of money. But like we saw in 2016, money isn't everything. Because the candidate with the most money and with the biggest super PACs supporting them in 2016, lost. Yes, she did. Remember, it's not the Republicans that are the party of the fat cats. It's the Democrats. Taxation to take from one to give to another is theft. Period. This is Snake River Lib. Have a great night.